world's on fire, our culture's disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. American 11, are you trying to call? The cockpit is not answering their phone. Our number one has been stabbed, and our five has been stabbed. Hey, I'm going to call from Washington. I have a situation with American 11, a possible hijack. What's going on, Betty? The crap is erratic again. Problem is very erratic. Betty, talk to me. Betty, are you there? Betty? Ready? What? United 175, New York. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, two of them. Yo, this is Ryan. Uh, listen, on an airplane, that's been hijacked. And things don't go well. I'm looking good. I just want you to know, like, absolutely fuck you. I want you to do good. So have a good time. Uh, same to my parents and everybody. And I just totally love you. And uh, I'll see you in the future. Bye, babe. What are those people going to do? Oh, all the elevators are blocked out. Oh my god, so both towers are now. Okay, I got an aircraft that's out east of the White House. Crystal City, just north of Crystal City. Just to the north of your town. Yeah, stop all the parkers. Pentagon just got hit. No further than that. I can't protect my NCA. United 93, that traffic for you is 1 o'clock, 12 miles eastbound, 370. Negative contact, we're looking, United 93. United 93, Cleveland, if you hear the center right then. They got the pitch to keep it remaining to be, you have the ball for because you got to help each other get off the floor. I'm now.
new type of war. September day Were you in the yard With your wife and children Or working on some stage in L.A. Did you stand there in shock At the sight of that black smoke Rising against that blue sky Did you shout out in anger And fear for your neighbor Or did you just sit down and cry Did you weep for the children who lost their dear loved ones Pray for the ones who don't know Did you rejoice for the people who walked from the rubble And sobbed for the ones left below Did you burst out with pride for the red, white, and blue And the heroes who died just doing what they do Did you look up to heaven for some kind of answer and look at yourself and what really matters I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a real political man I watch CNN but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in Iraq and Iran but I know Jesus and I talk to God and I remember this from when I was young Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us And the greatest is love Where were you when the world stopped turning On that September day Teaching a class full of innocent children Or driving down some cold interstate did you feel guilty cause you're a survivor? In a crowded room, did you feel alone? Did you call up your mother and tell her you loved her? Did you dust off that Bible at home? Did you open your eyes and hope it never happened? Close your eyes and not go to sleep? Did you notice the sunset? First time in ages to speak to some stranger on the street. Did you lay down at night and think of tomorrow? Go out and buy you a gun. Did you turn off that violent old movie you're watching and turn on out of Lucy reruns? Did you go to a church and hold hands with some strangers? Stand in line and give your own blood. Did you just stay home and cling tight to your family? Thank God you had somebody to love. I'm just a singer of simple songs. I'm not a real political man. I watch CNN, but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in Iraq and Iran. But I know Jesus. And I talk to God And I remember this from when I was young Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us And the greatest is love I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a real political man I watch CNN But I'm not sure I can tell you difference in our rock and our rain but i know jesus and i talk to god and i remember this from when i was young faith hope and love are some good things he gave us
And the greatest is the love And the greatest is the love And the greatest is the love Where were you when the world stopped turning On that September day <laughs> 22 years ago, man. 22 years ago. Johnny, get ready. Uh, get up for me. Uh, I'm sorry. Where is it? Number six. Get that up on the screen for me. <clears throat> I was th- I was really struck by this this morning as I got up. I'm going to open the phone lines up here in a minute. I want to hear, where were you? Where were you that day? You know, we're told that those who forget the past are condemned to repeat it. And here's where we sit back and look over 22 years of 22 years, 22 years. I was 48. And this is the event that changed America. This is the event that ushered in the Patriot Act. Let me ask you a question here this morning. Whatever happened to radical Islam? Where is the idea that there's a Muslim behind every tree getting ready to bomb every one of us? Where is it? Where did they go? And have we been without getting into conspiracies, without getting into the second tower fall, the third tower falling, without getting into all that stuff. What has happened to us? And this, this call of America to unite was nothing more than a false flight to get us to unite, to attack the Middle East. <laughs> That's all it was about. Huh? We're all Americans. Let's get even. Let's go get Saddam Hussein. Let's go get him. Let's go get those Muslims. Then one of the most bizarre things ever in the history of the world, eight years later or ten years later, whatever it was, we elected a Muslim president. <laughs> and they told us he was a, they told us he was a Christian, right? <laughs> a guy it'd be like after the Second World War, after after the bombing of Pearl Harbor, uh, electing a president ten years later named Hirohito. <laughs> it, I mean, it just it just wouldn't happen, right? Huh? Would, would would my father's generation would they have elected, pardon me? I know how my dad spoke. Would he have elected a Jap? Would After the Second World War, would our forefathers have elected a Jap? And what, what, what do we do? What do we get 10 years after 911? We get a Muslim freak in the White House. Are y'all with me? Yeah, Paul, probably a homo drug dealing pedophile. Probably. Probably was, right? We've been played, folks. We've been played. I'm going to read this. I'm going to open it up here in a second because I want to hear your 911 story. Not your life story. Where were you that day? Because you got to understand this. If we forget and if we allow our children to forget, huh, huh, we're going to get more of it. Paul Craig Roberts wrote this today. Now, this is as we sit here and they got us worrying about this and they got us worried about that. and They got us transgender this and all this stuff going on. Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, everywhere you look, COVID, COVID, COVID. Paul Craig Roberts says, today on the 22nd anniversary of the attack on the World Trade Center, a generation of 22-year-olds has grown up after 911. A generation, folks. And the event probably means nothing to them. They learned it was an attack on America like the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, and 911 disappears into history. It's unlikely that anyone under 40 is much concerned about 911. It's true, isn't it? A 40-year-old today would have been 18 in 2001, would likely dismiss 9-1 concerns as a conspiracy theory. <clears throat> Today's youth are more likely to be marching in support of sexual perversion than wondering about the source and purposes of that 9-1-1 attack. Over the years, I've re- reported this mounting evidence provided by scientists, by architect Richard Gage's architects, architects and engineers for truth. We had them on. Until that organization he created removed him at the request of the government effectively destroying that 911 movement. But for me, the proof that 911 is an inside job has always been that no one in government and security agencies was ever held accountable for the worst humiliation ever inflicted on alleged superpower. Nobody, nobody was held accountable, right? Our, Our American security, nobody was held accountable for this greatest breach of security in the history of America. Instead, it took a year before the White House even agreed to an official cover-up with the 911 Commission. 
another long line of commissions like the Warren Commission. They just get together and they make up their own story. Then they all agree that that's what happened. A few young Saudi Arabians that actually defeated the entire national security apparatus of the United States. The White House would have been screaming and heads would have rolled. But the neoconservatives had just called for a new Pearl Harbor so they could launch their wars of destruction of Israel's enemies in the Middle East. Oh, don't get me to go there. They immediately blamed 911 on Muslim terrorists began their invasion that halted only when Russia blocked the neoconservatives' overthrow of Syria. So it's pretty clear who was responsible for 911 and why. By the way, if they infiltrated uh, January 6th, if they had people dressed like MAGA people on January 6th, could they have people dressed like Muslims on 911? Many Americans today understand what really happened, but the government will never admit it. It takes decades for the truth to come out. By then, everyone affected by the event is dead. And the event becomes ancient history. In other words, will my 40-year-old son prosecute the Muslim terrorist? Of course not. In 40 years from now, will we prosecute Fauci and his underlings? No. In a paradox, it is paradoxical that President Trump is on the dock for questioning an election while Dick Cheney and the neoconservatives and the whore media that covered it up for them never faced a single charge. Where were you when the world stopped spinning? Brett, go. Hey, good morning, Coach, and God bless. Hey, I was uh, working for a software company in Columbus, Ohio, and I had a, a territory, Connecticut, Long Island, Rhode Island. Once a month, I flew out east i took my bags with my manager and we were supposed to get on a flight to laguardia that day mm. amen praise god you didn't tracy short and sweet here folks short and sweet short and sweet um i was working at, at the courthouse in clearfield pennsylvania at the time and uh it came over the radio and everybody was just in shock it was like the whole place just stopped court stopped everything but then when we hear that it hit in pennsylvania that was just way too close to home and i can just remember picking up the boys and going home and we didn't leave the tv for days after that Mm. folks it was our generation's pearl harbor we don't really know what happened to pearl harbor do we really don't we have don't we aren't we pretty sure that roosevelt knew that the attack was coming in pearl harbor we pretty much know that now don't we they needed that they needed a reason to get into the war they got one at Pearl Harbor. Hate the Muslims. <laughs> get Al-Qaeda. Where's Bin Laden? Let's go get him. Or George Bush say, oh, the world's going to hear from us soon. Yeah, yeah, they sure did. Sure did. And they're arresting people today based on the Unconstitutional Patriot Act that set us up for exactly where we are today. Myra, then Clay. Go. I got a list. I'm just going to go down. It. Tell us a story, not your life story. Go, Myra. Hey. Yes, Coach. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. I was busy raising my teenagers. However, I rest on God's promise. Zachariah 9:11 through 13. That's Zachariah 9:11 through 13. As for thee also, by the blood of the covenant, I have sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit wherein is no water. Turn to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope, even today do I declare that I will render double unto thee. When I have bent Judah for me, filled the bowl with Ephraim, and raised up the sons of Zion against the sons of Greece, and made thee as a sword of a mighty man. Hallelujah. Amen. Clay, come on in. Hey, look, I was hey, working. I was, hang, on, Clay, hang on, sorry, just a second, folks. Folks, you understand something? That our children already don't know about nine one one. You understand that? And in twenty years, they won't know about COVID. Amen. Go, go ahead, Clay. I was working at a chemical plant, and uh, I'd been on night shift, so I'd probably been up about twenty hours. And then I went to—I was trying to get a nap, and I couldn't sleep, so I, I might have got two hours sleep. And I walked, I walked in the kitchen and looked out the window uh, 
into the den and I saw the that building smoking from the first plane. And I asked the, the wife, I said, uh, what happened there? And she said, uh, somebody accidentally flew a plane into that building. That's what they think. And I said, uh, that just don't happen, you know? So I went in there and sat down on the couch. And then a few minutes later, the second plane hit. And I said, uh, we're being attacked. And then I couldn't go back to sleep. So I was up all that day. And I remember going to work, you know, that evening. I had to go back in on night shift. And it was really, really hard to to go into work and leave your family at home during the middle of this. Amen. And then we didn't hardly get any sleep for days because we were doing security measures at that plant. Yeah, and they put you in front of your TV, parked you in front of the TV, did it for you 24 hours. So you hated the Muslims. The next thing you know, we're in Afghanistan. We're in Iraq. What a, a great line from Alan Jackson's song. I watched CNN, but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference between I, Iraq and Iran. How many of you, that was you? I, could, I couldn't. Amen. Have we send our kids over there, destroy our economy, destroy everything, folks. And here we are 22 years later, and our kids don't even remember it. Dale. Well, Coach, last night we were sitting there, just had dinner with the family, and my wife is sitting here as a testimony because it's a crazy, crazy thing. My son looked at me and said, Dad, I think we're sitting in the same spots as we were on that day. I said, you know what, son? You're absolutely right. Coach, my son Levi was six years old. We were doing our Bible study reading. Jonathan, I'm sorry. And and we we just had the TV on because we like to watch the weather in the morning. So the volume was down. We The one building was burning. We didn't know nothing, you know, but we watched that plane hit. But, Coach, the, the, the canny, crazy thing is we were reading our Bible revelations chapter 18 when we saw the plane hit the second tower the key verse was verse 10 woe standing in the distance because of the fear of her torment saying woe woe the great city babylon the strong city for in one hour your judgment has come coach that burned in me coach it was crazy because most people think i'm making up that testimony but coach that thing burned in me, and two of my brothers were dropped behind enemy lines in Iraq. Amen, brother. And all the merchants of the earth shall weep mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. They stopped buying America's ship then, right? The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk, scarlet and all thine wood and all your manner of vessels of ivory and all manner of vessels of most precious wood, of brass and iron and bark one and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil, fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men. And the fruits that thou lusted after are departed from thee. And all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee. And thou shalt find them no more at all. And the merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for fear of the torment, weeping and wailing. And alas, since saying, alas, alas, New York City it was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour so great riches has come to nothing, and every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors, and as many are as traded by sea, stood afar off. When they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What the hell just happened? They cast dust I, off their heads. That was me, gone. coach. I was watching that and he reading cried. this. And cried and weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas. The great city wherein was made rich, all that she had, ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour she's made desolate. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Wow. Jack, come on in. Teresa, go. Jackson, Jack's on a delay. Go, Teresa. Good morning. Um, I, at that time, worked at a church, so, and that sounds good for me because we went up to the pastor's apartment and watched it, and he was crying, and we all prayed together. Then I left and went to my daughter's school, 
and there are a bunch of parents there pulling their kids out and the kids that knew me because I was at the school a lot said um are you here to pull the girls out and I said no I'm here to pray and I said America's at war and I'm here to pray and they all wanted to pray with us and the principal wouldn't let them <laughs> yeah sad there you go. <laughs> I left them in. I left my daughters in school to be the witness to other kids. Amen. Jack, come on in. Yeah, I had just opened my store. The phone rang, and my friend told me what to turn the TV on. I immediately did it as it was the billows were coming out, and panic, panic in my heart because my family. I'm in Maine. My wife and kids were in with family in Arizona, and wow, now what? Now what? Within 24 hours, we were, my friend and I were already doing the conspiracy. We were already digging into the, 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 the false flag events. And then 10 years later, just to tell you, when Barack Obama, Barry Sartoro was running for office, my dad, my pastor dad, went to almost every fundamental preacher in this county with the Muslim information. And he was totally rejected by every single church. Amen. There you go. That's in America, today. And then they they gave us Barack Hussein Obama because he was two approved minorities. He was black, although he never claimed it. Well, he did claim it. And he was Muslim, right? And Lord knows America, we love everybody. So if we would just put Barack in there, we would show how much we love black people and how much we love Muslims. And we forgive everybody who does evil. Just what a 50% Arab, only 20% black. That's a, that's a whole nother show. Betty, go ahead, Betty. Uh, yes. I was a school bus driver and I was heading to school. Uh, it was early in the morning uh, to do a field trip. Uh, but I was taking the bail up and the jurors to a murder scene in Bel Air and I walked in and the TV was on and I saw the towers coming down. So I asked them what movie was going on and they told me what was going on. So I took them to their field trip, went home and unpacked. And within less uh, than 12 hours, I was on seven months duty as a security police before I went to Turkey. Amen, Betty. Amen. Tom Stout. Thank yep. you, Betty. Yeah, Coach, I was on a uh, service call to Reynoldsburg Walmart. Hmm. And- the management brought in one of the huge flat screens of the day and put it in this big room and everybody that could uh, watched what was going on. And uh, you know, I had I had three children in, in list because of 911. Uh, my oh. son, David, my son, waited six weeks to get a slot for the infantry in the Marines. And uh, so, yeah, he did Iraq and Afghanistan both. And I'm glad him and I both say, Glad he came back because of what I know about George Bush now. I'm not so sure I wouldn't have shot him. Amen. Go get those Muslims. Osama bin Laden, those Muslims, those radical Muslims. Got to be careful. Not all of them now, just those radical ones, you know, the ones nobody ever sees or knows anything about. You know, you know which radical Muslims I mean. Not the, not, no, not the radical people who show up at abortion clinics. We know who they are. We're going to go get them. We're going to go get those Catholics. Radical Muslims, but why they just hide and we can't we can't find them. In fact, they use one of those guys, they use one of those at the Boston Marathon. Huh? See, they have a history, those Muslims. They blew up people that they set a bomb off at the Boston. Oh yeah, folks. Are we freaking fools or what? Roger, go ahead. Oh I was um living out in the country, hopped on my motorcycle to ride it to work. Motorcycle had a rate, one of those big old radios. You could listen to music when you're riding. And <laughs> I'm listening as I'm going down the freeway. I'm, I'm just confused to be honest. Like, what, what's going on? What, you know, you're I'm watching traffic, confused. And and I remember then parking the bike. And it's funny, Dave. I can remember that as almost like when one of my kids were born. Right. right. But I remember parking the bike and listening on the motorcycle radio thinking, holy crap. Walked into court, and the whole court system was pretty much just in front of TVs. So, yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah. your um, your issue, you know, the what have the Muslims been, Muslims been doing? They've been having babies, <laughs> eight nine to a family. They're having babies. That's what they've been doing. Yep, and they're bringing into us unemployed, 
migrants. We don't even love this nation. Because oh. you know what? We don't even love it, do we? We don't we don't even love it anymore. Oh, I could go on. Neil. Where's Osama? Anybody seen bin Laden? Huh? Um, on 9-11, 2001, I was, uh, Mary and I had our landscape business and I was planting a lawn, uh, for a client and I had a radio in my tractor and I was listening and I never saw any images until when I got home that evening, six o'clock and it was unbelievable. But a fonder memory of this day was three years ago. You, Chad Estes, Jason Storms and Jamie Walden were at mine and Mary's place waking people up and that has started a tremendous, tremendous, I hope tradition that uh, Mary and I can use our property to glorify God, to bring people like you in to, to oh, wake wow. people up. Thanks coach. Wow. 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 <laughs> Boy, you forget. Hey, by the way, just, uh, just so you know, there's a Muslim attack coming. Huh? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, come on. Come on. They're going to have to bring that boogeyman back in. Right. They're going to, they're going to have to distract us again for that, right? Look, here's one of the things that you all have to do. If nothing else, take that first video that I opened with and pass it around so that the people that you know never forget what happened. Don't get into an argument about whether it was a Muslims, whether it was an inside job, whether Alta, don't even go there. Just send that video to them and say, don't ever forget. See, all they did is they changed it from airplanes injected needles. That's all they did, folks. That's all they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. They went from an outward attack to an inward one. That's all it is. Paul, come on in. And Julie. I was uh, homeless up northern Maine after I had um, lost my job for reporting a doctor for nearly killing a patient. I was actually going to go to prison because I was being accused of sending an anthrax letter to a official at the Maine Medical Association by the name of uh, Dr. Delco. Yeah, 13 months. You know what it's like to be out there cold in the, in the winter without a place to stay? I'll tell you, there's yeah. a lot of people. Amen. Amen. That doesn't kill you, only makes you stronger. Praise the Lord. Julie and Steve. Yeah, I was um, visiting my brother when all that happened. I, I was in such disbelief. Um, it, you know, it felt like you were watching a movie. And then after I realized, you know, how many lives were lost, I just cried. And I'm just like, I didn't know, the, you know, the Lord then, but I just, you know, then I think back, back in the mid 70s, when they had all those hostages over there, um, I think it was American hostages from um, Afghanistan or something. I thought, well, that was a precursor for that coming up. I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, they killed John F. Kennedy. We now know that, friends. They killed John F. Kennedy. Roosevelt knew the Japanese were going to attack. The government knew it, friends. They knew it. And we can say what we want to. Do we really believe with all of these mass shootings that we see? By the way, there hadn't been one of those in a while, has there? Who are they going to have do the next one, I wonder? Who's the next group that they're going to try to get us all to get distracted and hate? Because I'm going to tell you, see, the, the left is losing their edge. They're being exposed, so something else is going to happen. Something else will happen, and then you'll forget all about this one. You'll forget all the, about the fact that they put your, uh, they put your father in a hospital and killed him. You'll forget, they, you'll forget all about that, folks. They'll move on to something else. How many people died on 911? 2,700 or something in an instant, and our kids don't even know about it. They don't even know about it. We move on to one other disaster after another. Don't even know about it. They move fast, don't they? They control the schools. They control history. He who controls the past controls the future. Brian. Yeah, Coach. I um, Well, two days before that, I have to mention that my wife and kids took me straight to the terminal to get on the airplane. I remember having a Tanto knife in my my pocket because I was going to work overseas in Aruba. And when 9-11 happened, I was on Aruba on an American refinery down in St. Nicholas. And um, 
we again we didn't get the coverage right away we had we were working but at lunch you know we saw all the footage but it, it totally changed because um a lot of people started going home and um concerned about what was going on and i had prayed for that job i was down to hardly any money in the bank and i decided to stay and um it was a blessing i did we were living in baton rouge at the time and a lot of the construction uh went away and uh, we were blessed i stayed uh up until december 23rd but it was um you know we had a lot of we worked around a lot of uh people from colombia from uh venezuela a lot of the locals there uh very compassionate to uh a lot of the americans that were there uh working on the job site but um <clears throat> go ahead sir Think of how many firemen ran into that building and the firefighters union never spoke a word about what really, really happened. Yeah. To this day, still have not spoken a word about how many of their brave members were incinerated and they never have spoken a word. Continue to contribute probably to the Democrat party. But don't forget this, this is the Republicans that did this one, baby. It was the Republicans. It was the son of the man who introduced to us the term a new world order. Anybody remember Poppy yeah. Bush doing that? Huh? Remember? Huh? Oh, yeah. That's Poppy Bush. Yeah. They get his boy in there. Sorry to mean to cut you off, Brian. RJ, go ahead. <clears throat> I'm getting madder by the minute. Yeah, Coach. I, uh, I was, uh, I remember hearing a report on the radio. I uh, had my home office set up then, so I came inside to check the TV. I uh, saw it was uh, planes attacking, so I called up the minister, uh, pastor at my church, who's a hyper-Zionist, and, uh, you know, we, we kind of we agreed, yeah, it must be Muslims or something, you know. We, uh, They're after Israel! They're after Israel! Israel. Right? Yeah, and I thought, well, this this is this the price for being a friend, you know, being involved there? Is this what the price of pay? And then you're you're you know in the in the following weeks and months, you're you're really concerned. But then you hear about these dancing Israelis, and and what the hell was going on with that? And, and then you know you find out they release those guys, and and it's it's covered up. Yeah, and, and so the the shades of it are are leaking out everywhere or something. This is not the whole story. So let me ask you this. I just pulled up on my computer computer here. How many people died on 911? Uh, 2,977 plus how many in the Middle East? I'm going I'm to say that again because most, most of you didn't get it. 2,977 innocent Americans died. How many innocent Muslims died in the Middle East? How many innocent young American boys sent over there to murder Muslims? Can I say it? Am I allowed to say it? Somebody say, say it, Coach. I only need one of you. Say it, Coach. Say it, okay. say it Coach. Say it. Okay. Go over there and kill all those Muslims to protect Israel. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Craig, come on in. Innocent Muslims. Innocent Muslims. All those Muslims. Well, worked, Go ahead. Yeah, I worked. Uh, I worked in the fire department in Montgomery County back then. That's first jurisdiction outside, and I took a few hours off. Had to watch the kids, and uh, saw it on tack, and started heading down there about ten o'clock. And there was nothing but a line of traffic for about twenty miles. People were leaving. Reported to my fire station. I was part of the uh, Maryland Task Force One, which is FEMA, and. Uh, FEMA, if you don't know about it, has 26 locality fire rescue services that make up the bulk of their response for collapse rescue, uh, search and rescue. Reported to the training academy. Uh, they mustered about 200 of us from the, our team. Uh, they picked about 120. I didn't make the cut. Went back to the firehouse. Ran calls all day. Watched my fellow 343 uh, firefighters uh, perish. It's a very solemn day for us because uh, uh, we consider them our brothers, as you mentioned. Firefighters Union didn't do anything about it. Uh, it was a very um, uh, interesting time. It was a very somber day. Uh, we expected uh, terrorism uh, where we were at. 
we were right by National Institute of Health. That's where our firehouse was. And a lot of resources are in Montgomery County from the federal government. And, um, you know, we heightened up our security and we stepped up our game that day. And I would like to just say one thing there, Coach. There's a reason why the uh, CIA building is named after George Bush. I wish back then I would have known and read the uh, September 11th speech George Bush made to Congress in 1990. And then uh, one thing that you haven't mentioned today is 11 years ago today was Benghazi. And um, huh. three, those are three different events all on the same day. That is not, that is not a coincidence. Great. I'm looking right now on Wikipedia said that uh, because of planes flew into the tower, uh, 142,500 between 142,000 and 206,000 people died. 100,000, over 100,000 military deaths. Unbelievable. Rochelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, so I was still asleep back then, and uh, I was pregnant with my second child. Um, I was home with my two-year-old son when uh, it came across the news. When I went to work that evening, I worked at a travel agency, and it, it was a great job. Money was so good. But uh, the door was shut, never to be opened again. And um, I'm just thinking, you know, there's been a lot of 9-11s in our past, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin, the Titanic. Um, we're living 9-11 right now with Maui and yep. hurricanes and these fires yep. that they're doing to us. Amen. And I, I really yeah. liked what you said about the commission. Anytime they, they say 9-11 commi commission, January, any commission is just so that they can agree on Over the lies and agree in the Unpatriot Act or yep. whatever they've got up their sleeve. Yeah, yeah. And um, my brother joined the army immediately. And I remember at the time I was proud because, you know, there were other kids who were running the other way and he was running to the fight. You know, he was we came from a military background. You fight for your country. Well, that was a major detour from a peaceful life for him and our, our family as a whole. Once you have people in the military, loved ones in the military, it turns your world upside down. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what, this was one of the things uh, that started me waking up because I saw a bumper sticker on this old guy's car, really old guy. He must have been like 90, 95. And his bumper sticker said 9-11 was an inside job. And I remember thinking, oh, that poor guy is so confused. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was the one who was confused. Yeah. Thanks, Coach. It says during the first 24 hours of Operation Desert Storm, more than 1,000 sorties were flown for killing innocent people. Understand that? Uh, look, even if Muslims blew up the towers, the people we killed in Iraq were innocent people. They're citizens. Right? The Iraqis are thought to have had 300,000 soldiers in Kuwait. Allied losses, 250 personnel killed, 20,000, 320 to 35,000 Iraqi soldiers died. 35,000. Civilian deaths are estimated to be over 200,000 people. The United States went in and murdered. Steve Deck. Yeah, well, I I was at, I had a bird's eye view of everything. I was at Hackensack Hospital and we were topping out, adding three floors. So I was on the, <laughs> I was actually on the main, in the main hospital and I had a call on the radio to, to get to the job site because they were going to shut it down because they didn't want any guys getting hurt. We had about 150 guys, I guess. And we, and we were on the eighth and ninth floor uh, uh, on the Hackensack Hospital's on a hill. So we had bird's eye view of the, of the planes hitting and seeing the buildings collapse as well as uh, Teterboro Airport, where all the helicopters were coming in and landing. Amen. Amen. Wow, huh? And then, and then, then there were quite a few guys from our company, as well as construction workers, got got to Ground Zero that that same day. They hopped on a ferry and got over there right away to help with the with the with the with the uh, with the mission. Relief. Yeah, relief. Yeah. Yep, yep. Go Amen. get those Muslims. Gotta go get those Muslims, right? But anybody, anybody seen those Muslims? Anybody seen them? Those, you know, those radical ones bombing everything. Anybody, anybody seen any of them 
lately? Oh, they'll be back. Oh yeah, yeah, they'll be they'll be bringing them back. Oh man, oh man, everybody's got their hand up for a second time around. Anybody? Yeah, Janina, to transfer wealth and the depopulation of the white race. Sorry, sorry, tell you the truth. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe it. Hey, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Oh, yeah, take this jab, right? Put a mask on. Close down your church. Yeah, close down that church out there. Well, yeah. Hey, you better close down that church. Because, man, if you stay in that church, if that virus don't get you in that church, those Muslims, well, they're going to come get you. Lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear. Eileen, go ahead. Good morning. Um, about three months before 9-11, I was living in Florida, uh, at, and I woke up, and I know the Holy Spirit put it on my heart, go home. And so I put the car on the auto train and, and went back to Michigan and was working back in the law firm and watching, and I had lived in New York twice, um, so it was very near and dear to my heart because I have a lot of friends there. But I knew that God woke me up that day, three months before, uh, to go home, to be with my family and close to those that I love because many of our family was stranded across the country and across the world because they shut all the airplanes down. But Mm. one thing I remember is that when we were, my sister and I were at the gas station and the plane flew over and we started ducking like mm. like they do in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, because I have friends from um, the Middle East and they're like, oh yeah, in Lebanon, you know, when they start the bombing, we all duck our heads. And so we started ducking and I thought, where, what, where are we? What mm. is happening? But uh, so thank you so much, Coach, for doing this today. Amen. Hey, folks. We stayed in Afghanistan for 20 years, didn't we? How much money did we waste in Afghanistan? And then when we pulled out, we left all of our military gear behind. And then you want to raise your taxes. We got, hey, listen, we got to do it, though. Those Muslims are coming. The Muslims are coming. And now it ain't the Muslims. You ready? The Christians are coming. We got to get those Christians while they're showing up in Washington, D.C. They're showing up at Planned Parenthood. We got to get those Christians. I thought it was the Muslims that were the problem. Our own government says, no, 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 no. It's those Catholic terrorists. It's those pro-life terrorists. It's those MAGA people. We got to get those MAGA people. They always have a boogeyman, don't they? Always got to have a boogeyman. Carrie King, come on, and then John Loveland. Go, Carrie. I happened to be working at a local hospital at the time. I was working night shift, and I had gotten home, and I didn't go to sleep right away, but I had just gotten into a sound sleep, and my phone rang, and it was my sister, and she said, turn on the TV, and I said, I just got to sleep, and she said, turn on the TV. I said, what's going on? She said, turn on the TV. Hmm. I turned it on, and I saw the second plane fly Hmm. into the World Trade Center, I did not sleep that day. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't keep my eyes off the TV. I went to work that night. I was so tired and everybody was just, they're just walking around like uh, zombies. They all appeared to not have had any sleep. They were all, you could see the fear in their eyes. You could see the chaos that was uh, going on internally. It, it's just Im- imprinted in my mind, just mm. just like when JFK was shot, uh, just different moments in your life. And it was a, just a horrible, horrible day. I, I will not forget. And mm. it makes me sad that kids do not, the kids today do not know anything about it. Amen. Amen. And folks, you do know this, don't you? They can fly airplanes remotely. You do understand that, don't you? Tell me you, you know that. Those planes can be flown remotely. And you know this, no Muslim guy could have... My, my, our son-in-law is uh, right now taking classes to be an airline pilot. It's going to, it, takes, it takes eight months for that training. 
to even get into the cockpit it takes eight, eight months training. And we're to believe that these guys are, are really still believe in that. John Loveland, come on in, John. Hey, Coach, how you doing this morning? Good. Uh, I'd like just like uh, Steve. I, I was I had a bird's eye view. I was working in uh, Linden uh, at the time, and I was listening to the radio, and I heard it come across the radio. And the first thought I had was, this is terroristic. And I went over to, uh, the, I was on the fourth floor of this building, and I went over to the window, and I could see the smoke coming off of the first tower. Uh, it was uh, it was just one of those experiences you'll never, ever, ever forget. And, you know, like one of your, one of your other, uh, somebody that said something earlier said, you know, we have so many 9-11s. You know, we look at look at Maui. I was just reading last night. There's two thousand kids missing in Maui. Yes, yes, two thousand. That is so incredibly sick, and we probably know what's going on there. We probably do. We probably do. Not allowed to say that though, John. Uh, probably was the Muslims that started those fires. It's either the Muslims or the pro-lifers. They they have to have a bad guy, don't they, Frank? They have to have a bad yeah. guy. We we need yeah. Christianity in America again. I I gotta to maybe tomorrow I'll read my commentary I wrote last week. We have no chance if we don't return to Christ and a moral standard in America. By the way, hate to tell you this, they called it the Crusades. You remember that when forced Christianity happened? Are those days ahead of us again? Is that what it's going to take? Are we really at war? That kind of war? We're paying our government to prosecute us. We're paying our government to investigate us. We're paying our government to arrest us. We're paying our government to spy on us. We're paying our government to take us to court and charge us with things that aren't even crimes, with judges that we pay for. You pay for it. You pay for the judge who sits there and finds you guilty. You do. Over made-up evidence. You do. So we're going to talk with Isaac Yoder again today on my Brideown show at 11. He's paying taxes for them to screw him. Lorraine. Well, good morning, all. Um, Mike Jaco and Sean Ryan um, had done some some interesting perspectives on on the um, on the buildings falling. Mike Jaco said because since he used to be a demolitionist with the SEALs, SEAL 6, he said that the way that the the buildings fell, that they were pancakes, so they had explosions. So it wasn't the airplanes being able to go in the way that those buildings were designed, that, awesome. uh, that they were pancaked, and as the, the planes were approaching, that's what that's what was happening it was an all it was all an illusion and what folks don't realize is that when the world towers fell right it wasn't just an attack on americans it was an attack that was them advertising we're coming after you the world and we're trading you because every single person right now is being trafficked and it may not be in the way that that's the extreme part but every single person is being trafficked to their agenda and god's people aren't for sale and now we have to raise our voices to the lord and ask him to have mercy on us for those of us who've done nothing and done something and it might even be interesting to see if mike jaco can come on and explain it to you um explain it on um you know your bridey on show or come on here whatever yeah we know what happened don't we huh we know what happened and the disinformation campaign against the truth, folks. <laughs> we now know it just came out. That just came out. I'll show you a video on it. I don't have it queued up. The magic bullet. The guy who found the magic bullet. So that bullet in Dallas, right? The magic bullet in Dallas. That bullet was laying on the on the cart when he picked up Kennedy. He's the one that got it. That bullet didn't go through Kennedy into John into John Conley and gets mad. That, 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 that's all a lie. It's all a lie. And here we are, how many years still removed? Still think John F. Kennedy was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. Why? Because they'll do another one next week and we'll forget this one. Jeannie Fields, come in, Jeannie. Hey, Coach. I was just trying to figure out 
how did they get the video camera of it hitting the uh, the towers precisely like when they showed it on the news? Like who was doing that? Who was video? How did they know the video camera right at that moment when supposedly those planes crashed in? Well, Jeannie, they're going to, want to tell us that just everybody had a lot. They had, they, had a, they had the cameras just focused on Jeannie because, you know, it was just, you know, they just had a feeling. I, I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? The stuff that we believe. The stuff. By the way, friends, here's all I want you to do. Just to, You want to know whether this is real or not? Walk into any major city in America. I did it at Columbus, Ohio. And when they built one of those great big towers in Columbus, it's only, it's only like 30 stories tall. But you know what they are. And you go up and you pat your hand on that thing and you feel the strength of that steel and that concrete. And you think that an airplane up a hundred stories made that you're smarter than that. Smarter than that. <laughs> but we gotta go, we gotta go get we gotta go get bin Laden. Gotta get oh no, 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 not bin Laden, COVID. We gotta go get COVID. Oh, wait a minute, the next variant's coming. Oh, it's gonna be worse. Oh, the mosquitoes now. The mosquitoes are coming. Lies. Deception and fear, oh my. Lies, deception, and fear. And we believe it. Dave Allison. I see y'all one in. He's first yeah. he's first time in. Go ahead. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um you had mentioned uh, Operation Desert Storm, which actually there was first one in uh nineteen ninety-one. And um H George H couldn't get the Saddam in that war, but he he wanted them really bad, so he they set up the situation so the the son could go back and and uh, get get uh, George's vengeance. That's, well, that's true, isn't it? Huh? It's hard to believe that people are that evil, isn't it, friends? It's hard to believe. And you know, the sad thing is, somebody earlier in the show mentioned. Think how many of your sons ran and joined the army because they were after America. And little did we know that it was Americans after America. Hmm? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Americans after America. Tough for us to believe, isn't it? Uh, man, oh, man. John Loveland. Go ahead, John. Well, maybe you didn't get your hand down. I'm sorry. Let's RJ. Go ahead. Hey, folks, if you haven't taken, if you still want to say something, leave your hand up. If not, take it down. We've got a couple minutes. Go ahead, RJ. Quickly. Craig. Which I forgot to take the hand down. Go ahead, Craig. Betty. Craig, um, I'm getting confused here. Craig, do you want to say something? I didn't realize I hadn't. But it, it, the Twin Towers were completed in 1973. That's 50 years ago, Coach. Same wow. portion. There's just a lot. There's a lot. A lot of things happen in 50 years, don't they? Don't they sure do? <laughs> Betty. Yes, I just put a video in there. It's a tribute to 9/11, and it's by Enya. Only time. I tell you, it's very graphic. It even shows the people that were jumping out of the towers. Yeah. Hey, and friends, that would your make your kids it. don't even know about 911. Your children don't even know 911. That, that's that's what they do to us. Thanks, Betty. Eileen. Michelle. Sorry, coach. Okay. Michelle. Uh, is it my turn? Yes. So, okay. So, um, you know, I just wanted to make a comment about how many people must have known what was going on. Remember, this almost catapulted uh, Giuliani into the presidency. Right. But, but he must have known. He, he had to have known. I, I, it goes so deep about how many people who, hey, know, Michelle, who were part let, of this. Let me ask and, you right now, Rochelle. Does Jim Jordan know right now? Does he know right now? I think yeah. every, they all have to know. They right? all know. They all know. Yeah, you're not in that group if you don't know these things. And I, this is this is all this is weird. I just wanted to mention this. There's a uh, program that you can use. It's called Stellarium, and it looks at the stars, and that's how you know. You know, that's how you know when an eclipse is coming, and et cetera, et cetera. Well, back in three BC on nine eleven. Um, that Revelation 12 sign occurred, which they say is Jesus's birth. I, I mean, I can't take it or leave it. I don't know. I don't know how to work Stellarium. I just know that's what it says. So there, there's something there. If that is possibly the true day of uh, Jesus's birth, then of course they would want to be doing all of these pagan sacrifices on 9-11. I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, Steve Deck, save me here. Craig, save me here. Last night, I sat at my bed 
wide awake at two, two, two. It's usually three, 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 occasionally four, four, four. Thank God no six, six, sixes yet, right? Last night, two, two, two. I sat up as if somebody had injected me with COVID. <laughs> sat right up in my bed. What's that mean, Craig? Steve, Mr. Numbers, two, two, two. It's a number of agreement, isn't it? Isn't two the number of agreement? Something's happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. It, it means the number conveys the meaning of a union division or a verification of facts by witnesses. And a man wow. and a woman. Two or more witnesses, right? A man and a woman, though two are made one in marriage. There's also a, a union of two between Christ and the church. Amen, baby. Two, two, two. We're winning. The Lord told me last night, hey, coach, we're winning. We're winning. Two, two, two. Oh, my goodness. Hey, see you on Bridie on today at 11 with Isaac Yoder again. So some of you haven't seen him. It's, it's, it's powerful. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Don't forget, everybody. Don't forget.